Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Hello. What a great, nice, sunshiny day. Also great seeing old friends. Welcome to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you got a chance to go outside. I walked around downtown for a little bit today. Had uh, lunch with my brother and uh, as well as Brian Tutel, uh, former co-host of the show. Fun seeing those guys. Fun getting a little sun in uh, downtown Missoula. And uh, now we're all ready to rock here for what is going to be another jam-packed show. Time to get to today. Uh, all sorts of news, highlights, results, conversations, commentary uh, from around the great state of Montana. Missoula Loyola, the boys' Class B champions for the first time ever. I was actually very surprised by that. But Loyola has been so competitive uh, in high school sports. For so long, particularly in boys' sports, and uh, I was I was surprised to know that this was the first time they'd ever won the Class B state title. But that is the that is the case uh, after uh, their win in the state championship game on Saturday. So Scott Anderson, Missoula Loyola head coach, will join us here in about 15 minutes. We also have a couple of gals from the Missoula YMCA swinging by. Uh, for their capital campaign, uh, to talk about their capital campaign. They're raising a bunch of money down there at the YMCA, and uh, it goes towards a a bunch of great causes. So uh, we'll be happy to have them in studio. We're also going to continue to give you some more details on our uh, Class AA and Class A Players of the Year. uh, In partnership with our great partners, Vertical Rays, 
And uh, we'll also have our Treasure State Stars for the week, some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. Hour number two, we're going to keep talking some spring football and some NFL free agency. And we'll even have a history lesson uh, somewhere along the way. So a fun show coming up for you. A lot of different subjects, a very broad range of talking points. And uh, should be fun uh, to roll through here on a Tuesday. If you want to stream the show, you always can on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Or you can also always find us on the ESPN MT app. Download it. Great way to follow along to this show, live and archived, and or uh, Grizz Lacrosse as they are in the heart of their season. The Grizz moved to 8-1 and one with a couple victories over the weekend. Uh, they've been going to nothing but the coldest places in the world lately. They are going to uh, a very warm place uh, this weekend. Grizz Lacrosse headed down to Carlsbad, California. So um, a little SoCal action as the last couple days of winter uh, descend upon us. We're actually into officially spring here um, in about a week. So I don't know if I believe them. This is the one of the longer winters I can remember in Montana. But as I said all year long, bring it on. It's good acclimation for all the people from out of state. So uh, anyways, if you want to follow along to Duana's Now live or archived, or uh, you want to follow along to Grizzly Cross live and or archived, hear the uh, great Play calling ability of uh, the one and only Jeff Safford and uh, follow along one of the nationally ranked uh, MCLA lacrosse teams in the country. Go download that ESPN MT app. You want to be a part of the show? Of course you do. We got free Taglieri Deli for you coming up here in about uh, 40 minutes. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us. Be the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. You can call it. You can text it. But remember it if you want to win a $25 gift card to TAG. It's a TAG Tuesday like we do almost every Tuesday here uh, on Nuanas Now. How about the Montana Tech Ore Diggers? What a great turnaround it's been under Adam Hyatt. When, when they first took over, uh, this was like a three-win program. They only won one game his first year in the Frontier Conference. And since then, they continued to build, and now they're back-to-back Frontier Conference champions. And they are now, after last night, officially on the greatest run in their school's history. Montana Tech's men's basketball team, they get an overtime victory over William Penn, and they are into the Elite Eight of the NAIA National Tournament. We'll get... Adam Hyatt or somebody from the Diggers on the radio once their travels are done. But they're going to be out of the state until they lose. And uh, so we're happy to have them tied up. But there was a a little bit of a soundbite on uh, the Twitter machine last night from the NAIA National Twitter account. So here's just a minute of uh, Adam Hyatt, head coach of Montana Tech, after his team's victory uh, yesterday last night against William Penn in the Sweet 16 of the NAIA Men's National Basketball Tournament. Coach, first of all, congratulations on a big win tonight. First overtime game here at the final side. You guys come away with it. How important was that big run in the second half? Well, it was critical. We felt like we were getting pretty good shots in the first half. We just weren't finishing very well. To end the half, we started pressing because we weren't making layups. We challenged our guys. We we told them they have to. If we could shoot around 50% in the second half, we would have a chance to win. And we we were pretty close to that in the second half. But that run was big. We just were playing a little bit. 
a team that hasn't been here before. You know, and this team has never been here in uh, the Muni. So it, we just had to adjust a little bit. I was really proud of our resiliency in the second half. Talk a little bit about overtime. You know, this is the first one that goes to overtime here uh, this year. And, you know, you guys put in a great performance against a really, really good team. Talk about it a little bit. Well, yeah, William Penn's outstanding. They're a number one seed for a reason. They're a top ten program every year. Great talent. Great coaching. We knew it was going to be a challenge. Listen, the Frontier Conference is a beast. We play everybody three times, four times when we get to the conference tournament. The, the league is so close. There's several teams in our league that should have been in the tournament this year based on the quality of the teams. This is our fifth overtime game this year. You get the bear in the Frontier, we're 5-0 in overtime. We felt comfortable once we got there. Well, the best story's going right now in the state of Montana. Montana Tech, the men's basketball team, into the Elite Eight. And how about this? Uh, Bill Foley, uh, who has a long-standing column out of Butte, Montana, called Tapper Light. He's published it in a variety of different uh, formats. It, he, he wrote uh, a column confirming what I had heard over the weekend, but that we sort of danced around yesterday. Caleb Belich, the outstanding uh, Frontier Conference MVP, a Manhattan Christian product, and uh, one of the best in-state basketball players that have come through Montana here in the last several years. He did, in fact, tear his ACL uh, in the, uh, the round of 32 game for the Digs. So he's out. So that makes that win even more impressive. And guess what happens when you beat the number one seed? You are the number one seed. You basically replace them in the bracket. So the fourth-seeded Diggers, uh, now they are on the one-seed track as they enter the Elite Eight. So... We'll keep you up to date on what's going on from uh, the basketball team out of Butte. One other note before we dive in to our uh, prep extra. How about Alex Singleton? He's uh, certainly one of the more talented and more prolific players I've covered in my uh, 16, 17 football seasons covering Big Sky Conference football. Also, this is an all-around great guy. Uh, he also... Uh, Almost got us thrown off the radio for his <laughs> hilarious story about Dave Dickinson wearing a Montana State shirt when Alex Singleton played for the Calgary Stampeders and Dave Dickinson, a former Montana Grizzly, played uh, was the head coach there and Alex Singleton, a former Montana State Bobcat. The Cats won the Cat-Grizz rivalry. Uh, Dickinson had to wear a cat shirt to a team meeting. Singleton's rendition of this story was hilarious and also included a couple words you're not supposed to say on the radio. That was the funniest panic I've ever had. <laughs> but we couldn't help but laugh, and it was all good. And uh, anyways, the point is, the news of the day, Alex Singleton has such an unorthodox story. He he made a run at the NFL, and he was on some practice squads. But then his agent figured out the uh, one of the, the great, it's not a loophole, but like one of the great advantages for the rules of professional football. And that is that if you, first of all, CFL teams need to have half the teams, or half the roster spots have to be taken up by native Canadians. Alex Singleton was able to get Canadian citizenship because his mother was born in Canada. So then that made him an unbelievably coveted CFL player as somebody who's a fringe NFL linebacker. Back then he was fringe, that now he's not fringe at all. But he, he makes his way on the Calgary Stampeders and then tears it up as the defensive MVP of the CFL, that gets him back in the NFL 
and then he worked his way up. He was a special teams guy and a backup linebacker in Philadelphia. And then this last couple years, he's been with the Denver Broncos. And last year, he was one of the leading tacklers in the National Football League. And he turned that into straight getting paid. My man's getting three years, $18 million, $9 million guaranteed. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think you'd take it no matter who you are. Uh, so congratulations to Alex Singleton. Uh, we always run into him. Uh, during the offseason, he's also he's very, very connected to the state of Montana still. So um, we'll certainly circle back around with Alex as well. But uh, good for him and good by him and uh, good for the Big Sky Conference, good for Montana State football to have that sort of top-tier recognition uh, in the form of uh, a lucrative and guaranteed contract for Alex Singleton to stay with the Denver Broncos. Let's dive into a prep extra. Scott Anderson, Missoula Loyola, Head coach will uh, jump on with us here in just a couple minutes. Loyola, first class B state championship ever uh, in their school's history, which is pretty crazy to think about, uh, but also a heck of an accomplishment for those young men. They sort of had the target on their back all season long, and uh, they absolutely rolled to the state championship. I mean, they were one of the best basketball teams in the state, period, all classifications. I think that they would compete with pretty much everybody, and they're going to compete with pretty much everybody moving forward as well because a, a vast majority of their team are not seniors. Uh, Reynolds Johnson, Ethan Stack are both sophomores. Uh, Noah Hafey is a junior. Jack Clevenger is a sophomore. Declan Harrington's a sophomore. Talon Reynolds is a junior. So they have a lot of young talent coming back, playing for an old coach who's been there uh, for almost a quarter century at Missoula-Loyola. So uh, let's dive into a prep extra. We'll do a little Bitterroot Breakdown first because uh, it's presented by Farmer State Bank, proud presenter of the Prep Extra and the Bitterroot Breakdown. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Get your scholarship applications in. You only have a couple days. Tomorrow, in fact, is the deadline. Farmer State Bank is giving away 10 $10,000 scholarships to seniors from around Western Montana. These scholarships may be applied toward attendance at accredited colleges, universities, or vocational and technical schools. For details and applications, visit farmersebank.com slash scholarships. First, from the Bitterroot Valley, a couple representatives at the state tournaments, both of them from Hamilton High School. The Hamilton boys went to the Class A state tournament, and they got quite the draw. They had to play the eventual state champions, Lewistown, in the first round. They lost that one 60-44. to And then they lost a heartbreaker in their loser-out game the following day, 45-43. But still good accomplishment for Hamilton uh, to get to the state tournament. Uh, and then the Hamilton girls, they also ran into a buzzsaw playing Billing Central in the first round. They lost 71-49. But then they rallied and knocked out Browning. Browning's season sort of came uh, to uh, a stall at the end. They were so red hot for the first part of the year, and then they kind of just ran out of gas. But Hamilton did win a game at the Class A State Tournament, uh, 68-47 over Browning, and then they had their season end in a loser-out game on Saturday, 62-58. But if you're playing on Saturday, usually a pretty good year and uh, something to build off of. And uh, Hamilton's girls, they're pretty young. So uh, that's sort of like a common trend. I don't know why that is. But there's a lot of basketball teams around Western Montana that are super young that are already really good. The Hamilton girls are good. The Frenchtown girls are really good. And not a lot of seniors on this team. The Missoula Loyola boys are very good. Um, even Missoula Hellgate, the double-A champions, they lose, obviously, a huge centerpiece in Connor Dick and also a great uh, right-hand man in Donovan Headswift. But they have a whole bunch of other talent coming back, like 
uh, Easton Sant, Chance McDulty. So Hellgate should be pretty salty here as well. So a lot of good talent uh, in Western Montana. Speaking of a team that's young, talented, and also now the champions uh, of the Class B universe, Missoula-Iola, first state championship in school history. Pretty impressive, especially considering the school's been around since 1873, their first boys basketball state title ever. We go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. We continue our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Welcome in the guy who's joined us once before this season, but now he joins us as the head coach of the state champion Rams. It's Scott Anderson, Missoula-Loyola head coach. Coach, thanks so much for being here. Congratulations. How you doing? Good. Thank you. Appreciate you having us on. Well, first and foremost, uh, let's just talk about uh, this run culminating uh, in your awesome 65-55 win over Malta. Uh, you guys seem like you played well all year long, but maybe saved your best for last, uh, rolling through the state tournament. So what would you like about the way your team played this week, and how are you able to get it done? How are you able to win those three games in three days to win it? I'm still not sure. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> one of those guys that's kind of a pessimist. I'm still not sure we're that good. But we we continued to to get better, and the kids worked really hard. And uh, we still haven't played our best game. I kept telling the kids we haven't played our great game yet. So we but we battled. But I think it was the team. It was the I think the seven ro- man rotation, and we had eight and nine at times. But they're just so solid. Uh, it, it didn't take one. You know, we have Ethan, we have Ray Ray, but uh, there were, there were so many pieces, and they were all. Uh, really strong and really good, and and they they just kept plugging away, and it, it was amazing. And and what's even more amazing is how good they're going to be in the next couple of years. Certainly, and that is a main storyline around Loyola. Let's talk about the state championship game, though, because Malta came out, got off to a great start, up ten nothing in the game, uh, but then you guys were able to storm back. So, I mean, what were the keys uh, to responding to that? How was Malta able to get out to the the early lead, and then how were you guys able to respond and sort of even it up uh, around halftime? Well, I had this beautiful game plan of one two two, and we went in and we were down ten zip, so that went out the window, <laughs> and and. Uh, so we brought him over and said, "Hey, during the headlights, moment's over. We got to focus. We got to lock in." So I said, "You guys have won every game this season by double figures. So it, you're fine." So we went back out, crawled back in, and I think we're up five at halftime. And um, they were they were fine. They they're just they're so young. I don't think they know the urgency of anything. I don't even know if they know the one the state title. I mean, half of them don't drive. So we we. Uh, Crawled back in it, got her done. It was a great celebration, but they're already, you know, they're they're going all over. They've got select tournaments to go to. We're putting together a summer, but I, you know, realistically, we did a great job on the two kids. The, I, I can't remember exactly the names. Little, there were two little guys that we we they were called Little White and Little Something, and we we focused on those two and held them to 25 points. They averaged 40. And uh, we did a great job on those kids, and I thought we did a great job um, just coming back and focusing. Scott Anderson joining us, head coach of Missoula Loyola. Uh, they won their first state title in school history in boys basketball over the weekend, a 65-55 win over Malta in the Class B 
uh, state title game. And it's funny, I read your comments in the paper too, Coach, and, and uh, it is sometimes what you don't know, you don't know, and you do have such a young team. Uh, but for you personally, a guy that's, that's coached in so many of these state tournaments and coached Loyola for such a long time, has it sunken in for you? And if so, I mean, what's this championship mean to you? Um, I've had so many. It was so fun this weekend because we probably had a hundred alumni show up, and they've all been part of the third place team or the fourth place team. And we've we've done so well that you know we we get there, but we never seem we never win the second night, and we always come back and we're three and one, and we it's like kissing your sister. You take third place, <laughs> and it's pretty wonderful to win your last game, but it's just it's just been a kind of something that's weird, and I, I've. I was thinking if we do this again, I'm I'm out. But uh, they they just jumped all over the second night and and got it done, and I was so proud of them. But uh, I think it was really neat for the community. We had a really nice, um, probably four or five hundred people showed up from our, you know, our family and our community and our alumni. That it was really fun for them because we've come so close so many times, and we just never got it done. So it was really nice and. This might not be the best team, but, you know, we've had a lot of really good teams, but it all kind of came together at the right time, and it was uh, it was a beautiful thing, and we're really excited about the future, and I think it's good for the school, and I've already had four or five people calling over wanting to transfer, and I'm like, I don't really think we need any transfers right now. We're, we need to find places for the young kids coming in. When it comes to how this team was able to put it together, I mean, how, do you, how can you put your finger on it? I mean, what was the key to getting over the hump on that Friday, getting in the championship game on Saturday? What, what made this team special? Well, you know, we just we have really, really good, solid families. They work really hard and they put in the time. But I think last year when we bought in early, after we were 0 5 last year with a bunch of older kids, and we bought in early and said, you know what, we're going to go young. We won 13 out of our last 18 games, and um, these kids bought in. They went to summer. We played 28 games last summer, and they they work with Faylor. They work on the weight room. They're great students, good families, and I, I just think they bought in. And uh, it, I think our the decision last year to just go this route made all the difference in the world. They don't know their sophomores. I mean, they have more experience than most seniors. So it, it's going to get more fun. They might get a little more nervous as they get older, but um, they they are not afraid of anything, and it's just been a really fun experience. And I got a couple of kids coming back next year and get a play because of injuries, and I have a freshman that might be our maybe one of our best players next year that didn't get a play much at the end of the season either, Jamal Kendrick. So we're uh, this group's really excited. They love each other. They're a family, and they they uh, I mean I can't separate them. They they want to be together all the time, so I I just can't even imagine what the future holds for this group. Um, but we'll see, and there'll be somebody else I'm sure around the state doing the same thing and want to knock us off. So we'll see how that goes. It was such a team effort. You guys have such a deep roster, but Reynolds Johnson, 22 points uh, in the championship game. And he really had a, a great third quarter to, to sort of spark you guys. So what do you think his ability to adjust in the second half and, and how was he able to have such a great second half for you guys in that championship game? Well, he's been a goose nut. We, we've, he can score like crazy. And he's, he's been the passer. Like we keep saying feed the beast. And he, 
he drops and two guys guard him. Everyone's afraid of him, and he's kicking it out to, you know, kicking it out to Noah, who knocks down threes like crazy, and he's kicking it out to Stack, who's cutting the basket, or Clevenger. Um, but he, you know, we, we at halftime, we said, that's enough of that crap. You, you need to score. So feed the beast, put it in the hole, get bigger and stronger and faster, and everybody get it done. And he was kind of fired up because he'd missed a bunch of bunnies and uh, I think he scored 14 points in the third quarter. And uh, he, he's pretty emotional. He he jumped up and down. He had his chest sticking out a little bit. And we knew we were okay once Ray Ray starts getting excited. So um, he he's he's an amazing kid. He he doesn't care who scores, but we needed him to kind of be the man for a little while instead of being the passer. And just what one senior is that right? Just the one senior on your roster? Well, we have two. Jack Finesse is in that nine can spot. We kept him this year. He's a really nice little shooter, um, and he was a, a, a good teammate. But Rafe, Rafe was the one senior. He's a four year starter, and we'll miss him. Uh, he's just a phenomenal kid, and he was a leader for us. Uh, all the kids are going to rally around him, but. Uh, yeah, just the one senior, and he averaged like 10, 11, 12 points a game, but he, he kind of led us on the floor, and he was the repeat, repeat coach guy. Whatever we said, he'd make sure the other kids were in it. So he was pretty special. We're going to miss him, um, and one of my favorites. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, don't, we don't lose a whole lot. In fact, I, I think we're going to be way better. Sky Anderson joining us. Missoula Loyola head basketball coach, their first championship in school history. And it's a history that dates back to 1873. They've won a bunch of state championships in other sports, but never in boys basketball until they defeated Malta 65-55 to to win the Class B Boys Basketball Championship. Uh, coach, last thing for you then, I mean, how do you sort of transition in the offseason? Obviously, you want to enjoy this one, but like you said, these guys pretty young, pretty hungry, and uh, they're already on and uh, on to, to different things. So uh, how do you sort of hope to harness this into the offseason? What do you hope to see in terms of just improvement and uh, headed into next year for your team? Yeah, I it, I won't have a lot to do with it, actually. the I'm getting calls all over it. They're going, two or three of them are going to a highline tournament this weekend or next weekend. Some of them are going to, they're on the select tournament teams and they're working out with uh, Taylor and his wife out at the Jim out here lifting and playing, and they're constantly, I've already got 15 phone calls about which tournaments we're going to try to go to Frenchtown and Dillon, probably Fairfield and Gonzaga, and we're just, I mean, it's just never-ending, and the excitement's great, but, uh, yeah, it, it it's already started over, so I don't think there'll be any lull, and I think the winning just breeds more winning, so um, I'm not sure I'm how well we'll do next year. We're, we're trying to load our schedule to play in the Frenchtown tournament, play Dillon and Butte um, Central and Billing Central. We're trying to get better teams and better games. We might get knocked around a little bit, but I think it'll be good for us. But, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's amazing the, the change in the culture in the last year. I, I came back last year, and like I said, they were losing, and uh, the little change in cultures right now that, the kids are just excited, and, and they want more. They're not even close to being happy. History in the making. History has been made. Missoula Loyola champions for the first time ever at Class B Boys Basketball. Scott Anderson, head coach of the Rams here uh, on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Coach. 
Congratulations again. Thanks so much. We'll catch up with you soon down the road here, but thanks so much for being here today. Well, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. It's great for the kids to get a little bit of, little bit of credit, and they're, they're amazing. I'm so proud and excited that I could coach this group of kids. There you go. It's always crazy when it's something that's the first time ever. I mean, I've gotten to so many Loyola basketball games throughout the years. Actually, my next-door neighbor growing up, he was about six years older than me, but he was in high school. So we used to go watch him when I was a kid. Those were like my first high school experiences in uh, Missoula that I remember. And so many good athletes and players, and and uh, Scott Anderson's been such a great coach there. So uh, cool for them to get over the top and, and finally uh, win a boys' basketball state championship. Snowdon's now it's our prep extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Yet a day and a half until you got till tomorrow. That's it. Deadline for applications for their ten ten thousand dollars scholarships for high school seniors from around Western Montana. For details and applications, visit FarmersEbank.com/scholarships. Take a step outside the prep world, and we'll talk about this community here in Missoula. We have a couple guests from the Missoula YMCA to talk about their current fundraising efforts and how it can impact not just them, but all of us. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I know the concert schedule for the Missoula Summer is still rolling out. I'm hoping those guys, though, are coming back. A little Jamestown revival for you here on your Tuesday. Hope you're having a great day. It's sunny out. It hasn't been sunny in Missoula for like eight months, so you should go outside if you're not listening to this show. But if you are listening to this show, you want to take it outside, you can always do that on your mobile devices as well. Streaming it on the ESPN MT app or on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. You're listening to Nuanas Now, coming to you live from the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. And uh, we do so much sports coverage and commentary and opinion. Sometimes we like to step away and highlight things that are going on in this community of Missoula, around western Montana, and around the state of Montana. So today, we have a, a fun guest, Heather Foster from the Missoula YMCA is in studio. And they are in the midst of their Here for Good Capital Campaign 
trying to raise a bunch of money for a whole bunch of good causes. So let's learn about it. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? Hi. Great. Thanks for having me. Uh, so first of all, just tell us sort of about the broadly what, what this capital campaign's all about. You bet. It's a big one. So our why has been in Missoula for f- over 55 years, and it started in a really small little modular building that was donated to us. Um, we're still using that facility as a child care center currently. So it was old when we got it. It's definitely time for it to go. <laughs> totally. Um, and it's way too small. So the, the sort of flagship piece of this is to build a brand new child child care center, but also to sort of revitalize every square inch of our building, adding some additional space, including um, a youth innovation area that'll have everything from gaming and coding to maker space and a life skills kitchen, adding some outdoor court space, like basketball, pickleball, um, working with the Missoula Outdoor Court Association to add some handball and racquetball spaces. So um, doing everything we possibly can with donated money to just make it a community center here in Missoula. I read an article this morning. They said that uh, in five years or less, pickleball is going to be like one of the five biggest sports in America. That's crazy. It's taking over the but world. But every time I go down in the Y, there's people playing pickleball. So I'm thinking I maybe have to get into this if I also get left behind. Pickleball. Pickleball is taken over the world for sure. Well, that's very cool. Uh, just tell us more about this early child care center because that seems like uh, another huge talking point in this and every community. What are you going to do if you have kids? What do you, If you have kids, what do you do with your kids if you have to go to work? So, I mean, how can this help out in that element? Yeah, right now in Montana, we're only meeting about 38% of demand for infant care. So wow. that's the toughest spot, um, which really affects our workforce. So we're the largest provider of licensed child care in the state of Montana. We have two child care centers. So we also run licensed after school and licensed summer camp. Um, so that's how we get that designation. This new building will double our capacity on our campus to care from kids starting at six weeks old all the way through um, preschool. So we're really excited to get that ground broke and get that building up. What what else uh, are you guys raising money for? Because I know there's a big locker room project. One of our great friends, friend of the show, co-host during football season, Marty Mornaweg, he hosted a big auction up at his house earlier this year. It actually got snowed out the first time. And then the second time around, I was on the eve of Cat Grizz, so I wasn't able to make it up to Coach Marty's house. But we talked a little bit about it. Um, but what I mean, what else? What, what other things are a part of this project? This is a huge endeavor for you guys. It's huge. Yeah, he's so awesome. That was the best fundraiser. So much fun. Um, our locker rooms are, to say the least, they look like high school locker rooms. You know, nobody yeah. really wants that experience anymore. We've all <laughs> passed that. So our locker rooms get renovated. Um, every square inch of our facility will get renovated. We're adding some additional group exercise space. Um, and then we're also adding some outdoor fitness space that'll have just like a turfed area from flipping tires to sunrise yoga. Um, and then that youth innovation space is going to be really fun. We have a lot of community partners that are helping us build that. If you're seven years or older, you can be unsupervised in the Y as a kid. And so we need to make sure that there's really exciting, safe, supervised, enriching spaces for kids to be. So that's a part of this too. Tell us more about that because I think that's very interesting. I mean, there's such a high priority right now on, on getting kids started early in these STEM programs. That seems to be the future of everything. So, I mean, that that's a part of this Youth Innovation Center, right? You bet. I mean, we've always been about like play and recreation and sports and we still are. I mean, thousands of kids play soccer at the Y every year. Thousands of kids play basketball. We have a bitty sports program. So there's a couple of hundred kids that are under second grade and younger that start playing. We kind of consider ourselves to be the... 
the, the first. We generally are most people's first time you learn how to swim, first time you step right. on a court or on a field, uh, first time you get on a climbing wall. So I think, you know, this project is really about creating as many experiences and spaces where people can just belong and families can play together and kids can move their bodies and exercise their brain. Now, um, more and more kids are plugged in. And I think that can sometimes be a bad thing and it can sometimes sure. be a good thing. There's great things you can learn. You know, kids are learning to code games now. <laughs> right. There's athletes at the university that are scholarshiped to play esports. It's just kind of wild. So we want to try to create a holistic approach and meet kids where they're at, but also get them on the climbing wall and out on the basketball court and move their body. But if having a gaming room gets them in the Y, then... That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Got to love it. Heather Foster from the Missoula YMCA here in studio. It's the Here for Good Capital Campaign. How do people get involved in this? Do they want to give to it or help out with it? How, how do they get a hold of you guys? We'd sure love somebody to consider to give to it. Um, the project is big. It's over $15 million, and we are not eligible for any public dollars right now. So this is all privately fundraised, which is kind of how we always do things anyhow. Um, we have about 550 donors, and we're about $2 million short of our goal. So uh, we have a whole website. You can just visit the ymcamissoula.org website, and there's a direct link to see project renderings, all kinds of pictures, so many different ways to give. You can name or dedicate a new locker if you'd like your name on a locker. Um, you can also make a multi-year gift. You know, we're a charitable nonprofit, so it's also tax deductible. Um, we can stretch gifts out up to five years. So if people want to make a more meaningful gift, we're able to do that. You can put your name on something if you really want to write a big check. So there's all kinds of ways to give. Hey, you don't just have to be individual. Businesses can do this as well. If you've ever been to the Y, they have the bricks all over the place showing various businesses and, and organizations that have donated uh, to this as well. So a uh, good cause for everybody in the community, particularly uh, for helping out the youth in this community, but across the board, uh, this is certainly uh, a good cause. Anything else you want to add about this before we get I you out of here? I talk about numbers. You know, there's over 7,000 kids that use our Y that are under the age of 18. That's so an amazing number. 7,000 kids. 7,000 kids. Yep. We have a lot of kids that come to our building and 15,000 people that use it. So it is well-loved and we know um, services are just going to keep expanding and we're going to have more people in our community and we want to make sure that we can sort of care for everybody. This has been a key talking point on this show. Where we always talk about with Justin Angle the sort of narrowing of the funnel of youth sports and how that's not how it's supposed to be. It's the other way around. The funnel needs to get bigger. Yes. So if you can help out with this in any form or fashion, please do it. Give them the website one more time if they want to go visit. YMCAMissoula.org. That's easy to remember. YMCAMissoula.org. Heather Foster from the Missoula YMCA here uh, in studio. Thanks so much. Very informative. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Uh, we will keep telling you about this because this is very important. I think this is like how you continue, continue sustainability within a community. So we'll keep telling you uh, all about this here on Nuanas Now. We've highlighted... The team state champions from over the weekend. How about some of the best individual performances from over the weekend? Our Treasure State Star State Championship Hoop Style is next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. We were debating on a road trip the other uh, week. Who, if you could sing like anybody, who would you sing like? And uh, I think that the definitive answer is Chris Stapleton, if you're a guy. <laughs> I just 
love it, man. Such a talented singer. I always think this, like, when you have a voice like that, at what point do you know? Do you have to have, I mean, like, there's a, there's a story of Whitney Houston when she was a little girl, and she starts singing at church, and everybody's like, oh, man, well, that's that's the voice of an angel. She has to be famous, and, and you know, she was famous so young, so early on. But at what point do you just realize, holy cow, I can sing like this. I can sing so well <laughs> that everybody should just listen to me. <laughs> Amazing. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here uh, on your Tuesday. Let's dive into our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. This is state championship style. Here's some of the best of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana uh, as we now have state champions in hoops for AA, B, and C, boys and girls basketball. Treasure State star number one, young man who joined us yesterday in studio. He's a senior at Missoula Hellgate. It's Connor Dick. He had 28 points in Hellgate's 70-50 to win over Billings West in the Class AA state title game. Scored 18 of those points in the second half. And uh, I thought he, he did it within the flow of Hellgate's offense as well which is even more impressive. It wasn't, you know, of isolation plays or hot dogging or, or creating even his own shot. He was just flashing in the middle of the key, getting the ball, going up strong. And uh, it was a, it was an unbelievable performance. I mean, Jeff Hayes, Missoula Hellgate head coach, said in the newspaper, one of the best individual big game performances he has ever seen. So Connor Dick, 28 points to lead Hellgate to their first outright state title in 10 years. Thursday star number two, Fisher Brown of the Fergus County Golden Eagles. 24-0 sounds pretty good. That's what Lewistown went this year. And uh, what a great story. Lose in perhaps the most heartbreaking fashion you can lose in the state championship game last year. Dougie Peoples hits the step-back walk-off three to lift Lewis or to lift uh, Butte Central past Lewistown. And then the Golden Eagles... Don't lose again. They go undefeated through the regular season and the postseason. And Fisher Brown, a game-high 25 points in Lewistown's uh, state championship game victory over Dillon. Brown, he averaged like 24.5 points per game this year, one of the leading scorers in all the state of Montana. And uh, he's only a junior, so he will be certainly uh, a player to watch coming into this upcoming year as well. Treasure State star number three, Elena Miller of the Haver High School girls, they won their third straight state championship at the Class A level, their fourth in the last five years. The Blue Ponies got 20 points from Miller uh, to post that uh, state championship game victory over Harden. Uh, They're a well-oiled machine. It's always hard to find an individual standout off of Haver because they always have two, three, four uh, double-digit scorers every game. It's such a great system that they run. And Dustin Kraske, the, the coach up there, uh, who I've been exchanging texts with that we're going to pin down a time sometime throughout this week. Uh, but he'll join us sometime uh, later on this week uh, as we continue our state championship coverage. But uh, he's done a heck of a job there up there at Haver. They are definitely one of the great true programs in girls' high school basketball uh, in the state of Montana. Treasure State star number four, Courtney, Courtney Grossman. The uh, Class AA state championship girls game between Billings West and Flathead was a slugfest. I thought both teams were uh, took a little while to settle in because the game was so physical. Uh, neither team had much flow offensively. 
And, but it looked like Flathead's Cinderella run was going to continue. And Flathead was a, certainly a solid team uh, about a month and a half ago that then turned into a really good team about a month ago and then turned into the team to beat uh, over the last couple weeks, uh, at least when you talk, t- talk about coming out of the West. They won the Western A Divisional Tournament in thrilling fashion uh, on a walk-off three-pointer. And then they... They were in control, even though it was a slugfest of a game. They were in control of the double-A title game. But I thought it was Courtney Grossman's three-pointer in transition that gave West the lead for the first time in a long time and really swung the momentum. Uh, That triple with about three minutes to go put West up 43-42, and they're able to close out a 48-43 victory. Grossman had nine points uh, for a really balanced West attack. I think they had four players with eight points or more between 12 and eight points. So they sort of spread the wealth, but it was Grossman's shot, I thought, that really uh, swung the momentum in West's favor and helped them claim their first outright state title since 2011. Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number five, Reynolds Johnston. He's a sophomore at Missoula Loyola, and uh, he saved his best for last. It was Ethan Stack that really pushed Loyola to the state championship game. Stack had 31 in the first round, 25 in the second round, but it was Johnston that finished the deal. He had 22 points in the Class B state title win uh, for Loyola over Malta, 65-55. The Rams won that one to take home their first boys basketball state title in school history. Uh, you heard Scott Anderson. Uh, if you missed it, you can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, but Missoula Loyola head coach Scott Anderson joined us uh, off the top of the show here today. And he said he loved Johnston for how unselfish he was. But at halftime, they said, hey, buddy, you're bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody else. Go get some buckets. And Johnston completely responded, scored 14 points in the third quarter, and uh, had most of his scoring load uh, on the way to 22 points in the second half as Loyola, which has been around since 1873, wins their first boys' basketball state championship ever. Thursday star number six, Braden Gunlock. Remember the name. You are going to hear Braden Gunlock a lot over the next several years. There's some that would argue that she is the best girls basketball player in the state of Montana. And there's a lot of names in contention for that title. Uh, But she's already getting a ton of Division I looks as only a sophomore. And she had three straight double-doubles for the Big Fork girls. They just rolled through Class B this year. uh, Undefeated from start to finish. And uh, Gunlock, her third double-double of the state tournament was a uh, 22.11 rebound effort uh, in Big Fork's championship game victory over Big Timber. Thursday start number seven, Seth Ammonrood. The last name is a familiar one. There's been a bunch of Ammonroods at Manhattan Christian over the years. And Seth Ammonrood, uh, he's the star of the show this time. He had 19 points in the first half, scored 29 points overall, Also added 11 rebounds, 5 steals, and 2 blocks as Manhattan Christian finished off their season uh, with a victory over Big Sandy for the Class C Boys Basketball Championship. That's the fourth overall title for Manhattan Christian and their second in a row. So uh, Seth Amarud, certainly uh, one of the top boys basketball players in the state, and Manhattan Christian, once again, the class of Class C Boys Basketball. Thursday star number 8 are our final uh, basketball-oriented Treasure State star for the week. 
Tegan Erickson and Paige Wasson. They were the dynamic duo for the North County High School girls. That's Seiko, Whitewater, and Hinsdale for those keeping track at home. They each had 19 points in the state championship game. Erickson also had 11 rebounds. And uh, they're both only juniors as well. So North County High School, they are going to be a a, uh, force again next year in Class C. (laughs) They gave up like 70 total points in the state tournament. So a dominant, dominant effort by North County High. And uh, expect them to be, once again, a favorite next year as well. So for those keeping track, you got a lot of great talent coming back. Uh, the Lewistown boys should be very good again next year as the defending champs. The Big Fork girls, even though they're moving up to Class A, will absolutely be a contender right away. The Manhattan Christian boys and the North County High School girls, they they all return uh, some pretty star-studded rosters after claiming state championships this previous week. Treasure State star number nine, Jesse Royer of Seeley Lake. This is sort of off the beaten path, but I saw the news brief, and I figured you might as well mention it. I mean, what's cooler than the Iditarod? If anybody has ever seen the movie Iron Will, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid, and, uh, I mean, sled dog racing, yeah, it takes such an unbelievable element of, of toughness, training, endurance, and uh, Jesse Royer of Sealy Lake, Montana, is in 13th place currently uh, up there at the Iditarod. I moved from 17th on Sunday uh, up to 13th. She's expected to finish on Tuesday night. Uh, she's been traveling at an average speed of almost eight miles per hour, uh, which is pretty darn ridiculous. We're talking about sled dogs, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how she ends up finishing, but pretty cool. And I figured I'd highlight it. I mean, what's more Montana than that? Got somebody from Sealy Lake competing in the uh, the Iditarod, and the Treasure Station star number ten, a name that's probably familiar to some people around here. A guy I've gotten to know uh, throughout the uh, inner workings of college basketball and a guy who's a Missoula Loyola product himself is Pat Jensen. Pat has been a coach at the collegiate ranks at a variety of different stops over the last decade or so. And now, as of yesterday, he's the new men's basketball coach at Montana Western. So congratulations to the Missoula Loyola kid who's now, I mean, he's he's a grown man now, uh, but a kid who was a great basketball player at Loyola and now uh, gets his opportunity finally after grinding for a long time to be the uh, the head coach at Montana Western uh, Men's Hoops. Uh, pretty cool. And Pat will do a good job down there in Dillon. Uh, he's got a lot of affinity for the program. Uh, he, he went to school there at Montana Western, and uh, now he gets a chance to lead the show. Also, I saw there's a, a new coach at Providence as well. We'll look that, that up for you. But uh, big shoes to fill there. I mean, Steve Keller. Over 900 wins during his time as a high school and college coach here in the state of Montana. And Coach Keller uh, recently just stepped away. Uh, Finally retired after an outstanding career. Won as many games as anybody ever in Montana. So uh, big shoes to fill there in Great Falls. But uh, the Frontier Conference remains really, really competitive. You heard Adam Hyatt off the top, Montana Tech head coach, that he thought there should have been multiple teams from the Frontier uh, in the men's NAIA National Tournament. I couldn't agree more. I thought Providence definitely deserved a bid as well, and they didn't get it. Uh, but Tech certainly representing at a very high level into the Elite Eight. Uh, so we'll keep you apprised of all the coaching movements going on in Big Sky uh, and Frontier Conference, excuse me, mostly Frontier Conference uh, men's basketball. Hour one of the books here at Nuanas Now. Hour two coming at you. We are going to talk some more spring ball storylines. We'll talk some NFL free agency. We'll have a history lesson. Plus, we also have news 
on the all-time leading tackler in the history of Grizz and Big Sky Conference football. Where's Robbie Houck going next? We'll let you know on the other side. Keep it right here. Stuart is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 